Nah, mean podcast. We them boys with the question mark for the logo, but ain't no question what it is. It's your boy Q here. Kilo is not here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we upgraded today. All right. We have a special guest today, and I, I want to say I'm so thankful that he took the time to come and record on the podcast. Round of applause. Round of applause for Mr. Jalil Campbell. Thank you, sir. Greetings. What's happening? Listen. Thank you again uh, for agreeing to be a guest on the Not Mean Podcast. All right? The Not Mean Podcast is usually with Kilo and Q, but I felt like the listeners deserved a, a, a reward. All right? They stuck with us now for, this is episode number eight. They stuck with us. So I, I decided to give them a gift. And that gift is I'm going to introduce them to Mr. Jalil Campbell. Well, listen, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for sharing your platform with me. You know, this doesn't happen often. So um, any chance I get to talk, you know, I'm down for it. So thank you. Well, it needs to happen more often. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you are a favorite artist to a lot of people in Syracuse. Um, and tragically, enough people don't know you. And so we have this platform, me and Kilo, we created this platform. And one of the things we want to do, um, like other mediums that are out right now, is we want to introduce the city we love um, and the listeners we love to other people we love. Right. And so, Jalil, introduce yourself to the listeners. Listen, Jalil Campbell is a man of many different things, you know, a man of many talents, many words. Um, at the moment, I am a doll maker. However, I'm an illustrator by trade. Um, you have, you may have seen my work downtown here in Syracuse um, as a mural last, for, it was a mural up for like a, a for a year. Um, but I also have, uh, Artwork up at um, uh, artwork from my Fill That Funk series at Funkin' Waffles downtown. The Fill the Funk series is at Funkin' Waffles downtown. Yes. And most people are familiar with Funkin' Waffles. Right. Talk a little bit, if you can, uh, if you're able to, about the mural. How did that come about? And, I mean, we have murals in Syracuse. We got a lot of art just on the street. Mm -hmm. um, is that just the same all around the nation right now? Or? So, um, last summer, I, I actually debuted that mural well it was two different posters um that were right across the street um from the public library downtown um it was they were hanging on uh the red house's new spot okay and so, so the murals are gone now they're gone now so we right? can't see the mural you can't see the murals anymore that's a shame it's a shame it's a shame but what i wanted to do was show people what could be you know um I, I, all I got to do is secure, you know, the, the sponsors, if you will, okay. to, um, like, actually produce them. But um, it's important to me to show people that we have this whole black artist that no, nobody is doing anything like this, you yes. know. So um, can I take you back? Yeah. So I was walking down the street here, mm -hmm. right on uh, South Salina. And I was walking, I was moving fast, and something caught my eye. And I looked over and I was kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And it was your piece. And so I was able to catch it while it was up. Mm -hmm. And um, I do remember that it stopped me. I remember that. And I remember I had to take it in and process it and just engage with it. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about the dolls, though. Okay, so growing up for me, um, I always loved playing with dolls. And so um, I used to like sneak and hide and go play with my sister's dolls. I love brass dolls for sure because they felt so black. Um, didn't Wasn't a fan of Barbies, but um, brass dolls was like... I don't know. Uh, there was just, I was fixated on them. Okay. Um, so as I got older, well, my father, he actually, he, he hated 
me playing with the dolls. Okay. And so, um, again, I would have to go play with them in secrecy, which um, caused like a lot of anxiety and um, just so many, just, it was just a, a really, really bad thing for a little kid to have to go through. Very traumatic. Um, our relationship, although like, you know, that's my father, I love him and stuff at the time, that was just a lot of weight to carry for such a young child. Yes. So um, over the past two years or so, I've been developing my own line of dolls. They are called the Jalito dolls. Jalito is my last, I mean, not my last name, my, my um, one of my nicknames. I got this nickname from my friend Nige, shout out to Nige, um, when we were in high school. And he was just playing, like, because they used to come up with all these different nicknames for me, trying to be funny, because we was all fat boys. And so we had this group called, you know, Be Not. But was all fat boys. Some of y'all still are fat boys. Right. No, I'm okay. saying, like, we, we still fat boys. You got some fat boys. Right. All of y'all. Right. Yeah, but, ain't nobody get right yet. Come on. <laughs> no. But Jalil, so the Jalito dolls, um, they're awesome. Yeah. They're yeah. amazing. Uh, so... If you're listening to this podcast and you're not familiar with the Jalito Dolls, go to jalilcampbell.com. That's J-A-L-E-E-L-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L.com. Check out the Jalito Dolls. I'm disappointed because he does not have one with him today. I thought he was going to gift the podcast a Jalito Doll, but they're, they're so valuable. I don't know how you give someone a gift that valuable. I don't know. That's a fact. Um, I almost brought one with me to show you. I don't do gifts though. Um, yeah, I'm do not. Gifts, I'm not no. in a position to give gifts. Um, Black but people in the world today. Listen, that's a fact. I need my shmoney. Yes, sir, and you deserve it. And you deserve <laughs> it. You deserve your shmoney. You deserve your recognition. Jalil, you are up for a creator award. Ooh, show is. Let's discuss this, okay? So you're nominated for a creator award. The event is on Saturday, October fifth. Um, let me tell you. The bookmakers at Turning Stone and Yellow Brick Road, they have you as a three-to-one <laughs> favorite to win in your category, all right? Have you already prepared your acceptance speech? Oh, Lord. Okay, so I'm nominated for two categories. I'm sorry. I found out. Right, no, I just found this out. Um, I'm also, like, I'm in the, the arts category, but then also in the entrepreneurship category. Fabulous. So, shout out to all of the other contestants. Um, I have not prepared a speech because... I, I don't know. Anything could happen the way I see it. You know, um, I'm not familiar with the other people in the in the, the arts category, but they were nominated. So they, they must be, you know, just as lit as I. I'm so, not willing to go that far. <laughs> I'm not willing to go that far. Guess what? Let me tell you something. Of all the people nominated, you're the only one who was invited to nominate podcast. Listen, you're the only that's one. A fact. That's a different category. That's a fact. That's a whole different category. Right. All right. What would, although you haven't prepared the speech, what would winning a creator award mean to you? Winning the creator award would be, although I don't need validation at all, I know I'm lit. That would be the biggest form of like flattery. And again, it would just be so validating um, for me because I've, I've, been able to literally see Indaria build her empire mm -hmm. um, from the beginning to now. And it's just so beautiful. And for her to extend this olive, olive branch to me, mm -hmm. um, it's just like, wow, thank you so much. You know, tell um, people who Indaria is so they know. Indaria Jones, she is one of the move, the one of the black movers and shakers in Syracuse. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's coming for throats and I love it. I love every moment of it. A serial entrepreneur and just a dope, dope woman. Um, she, you definitely need to have her on your radar. Um, well, let me, I have a quote from Indaria. 
So uh, she said, and you can find this on thecreatorslounge.net. So if you're interested in getting tickets to the Creator Awards, which is uh, October 5th, Saturday, October 5th, is going to be on Teal Ave. Um, tickets are still available, and they're very affordable for what you're getting and the access you're getting. Um, but here's what Indaria said. The Creator Awards will offer an inclusive opportunity to learn, network, and celebrate our world of business, culture, and community. Being intentionally inclusive not only drives the solution, but it will ultimately help attendees develop and hone the crucial skills needed to grow their brands. With the help of our sponsors, we plan to expand our reach beyond the lounge's 2,700 members by providing discounted tickets to students and innovators under age 30. So if that's you, if you're under age 30, then go to creatorslounge.net. Um, if that's not you, then you're going to pay. You're going to get your ticket without the discount, but you can cover it. So stop playing. Right. Go to creatorslounge.net and get you a ticket. So here's what I want to ask you because you're up for two awards now. Yes. You're up for arts and entrepreneurship. And I have this theory. I have this idea, right? If you're a great artist, there's only a few ways for you to make money. Now, I'm no expert on the subject, but to me, as, as I just interpret the world around me, the artists who are making the most money right now on a, on a vast scale are the tattoo artists. Mm. Tattoo artists are making bank. Now, if you listen to our podcast, you know that our favorite tattoo artist is Jen Tattooist and Carmelo's Ink City. Mm. So go see her. She's great. All right. Another plug for Jen Tattooist because she puts permanent art on my body. Right. So <laughs> she needs to know that I'm a fan. My question to you as an artist and an entrepreneur is how do you uh, defeat the trend or the stereotype of the starving artist? So, yeah, I def I'm not a starving artist. I'm a little hungry. But, you know, I'm most definitely not starving. For me, um, my work is, I feel like the thing that sets me apart from other artists is that I know how to market my work. You know, um, I was a graphic design major uh, in my undergrad. And so um, that was where I found out that I, I actually had a passion for illustrating instead of graphic design. And so what I do is I pretty much just create all of the graphics, well, market my own work, you know, um, so I have like a little bit of business, but then a lot of art as well. Um, and then, uh, and, and, I, and now that you say it, I should have added graphic designers to the list of artists who are making money. Oh yeah. Right. No, for Not sure. Not just tattoo artists. Right, right, right. Graphic designers graphic as well. Um, it's just hard though for me because I don't know, it's, it takes a lot for me to bring somebody else's vision to, to life. When mine is so clear, you know, um, so I use all of my graphic design knowledge to help mold me, my image, my brand, all of that different stuff. So would graphic design be somewhat like stifling to you as a creator? Absolutely. I absolutely cannot stand doing it for other people. Um, it has to be on my own terms. Like the circumstances have to be right <laughs> for me to actually okay um whatever project it is I'm working on. So I normally do around like two or three different um, uh, graphic design projects for other people a year. Um, but then everything else is just in-houses for me. Um, I've had some wonderful, wonderful opportunities um, pop up over the past couple of years. Um, like just from me, again, creating my artwork and then putting it out into the world via social media. So, um, so you're saying, when you say you've had these opportunities pop up, you mean they kind of found you? They found me. I didn't have to look. I did not have to look. I got an email. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I, but still making yourself available, sending out uh, press releases, and then also uh, 
especially in Instagram, like you really have to, I move so strategically. I, I really, really move. Um, I try to be as strategic as possible, have a plan for everything that I do. Um, I send like a lot of emails to different publications and stuff, uh, local and nationwide. All right, don't give them every trick. Don't oh, give okay. them every trick. All right, all right. All right. Y'all got you. Don't give them everything. Okay. But but you work hard. I work very, very hard. You work hard. very hard. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go ahead and say it because you can't. You work harder than every other person nominated for an entrepreneurship creator award. Let, every say, other person. I ain't say nothing. You heard it here first. Right. Talk it. Talk that talk. Yes. I ain't say it though. But <laughs> So but let me ask you this question. What does art mean to you? Art is the reason why I'm living, you know, like I cannot see myself doing anything else besides like creating um, in some capacity, whether that's through uh, fiber arts, whether that's through my illustrations, uh, DJ and rapping, all this other different stuff, singing, I have to always constantly just be doing something. Um, like I said, I had like a lot of anxiety and stuff um, from like such an early age. So my outlet has always been turning that pain and all those emotions and stuff into something beautiful. So, um, so it's been therapeutic. It's you. extremely therapeutic, especially this dog project. I have, I've never been able to find, I've, I've never had, had a chance to find the words to describe all of the stuff that I have been through, um, as a child. And so this project has opened up all of these different doors that I was trying to like lock shut. Um, and I have like, I'm not healed a hundred percent, but I'm in the process of healing. And so that's important to me. Congratulations. Thank you. And I had that thought when you were telling me the story and you were telling our listeners the story. I had the thought that it's interesting that he took something that uh, was difficult for him or challenging and he took it and he turned it into something profitable and beautiful. Right. Um, and I intend on buying one. Mm -hmm. I do. I just need, we'll talk offline about what I need for me to buy one. Okay. Because I have limited funds. The way my checking account and my savings account is set up. So we'll talk on, offline okay. about that. But are they still available? Uh, the Jalito dolls are very much so still available. I have them available for $200. Um, and then I also have a custom Jalito doll option as well. And those are $300. And that's at JalilCampbell.com. Get your money up and come and see me. No payment plans. No payment plans. Come with 200 straight. I don't do checks. None of that. And here's my thing, though. Like, when you think of the Jalito doll, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not trying to put your art in a box. Mm -hmm. But when I think of the Jalito doll, I... When I get one, I'm putting it up on a shelf in my dining room. I'm not I'm not giving it as a gift to my daughter. Hello. Yeah, it's art. The the way a sculpture is an art. Exactly. It's art. Right. So but, I I feel the same way. Um I know like a, there are a few people that have bought the dolls that bought them for children. Um and seeing children's responses to the dolls is beautiful. Um it's particularly uh little black boys. That has been really really beautiful to see um how much they like the dolls. However, these are these prized possessions. So, so, you know, like I see them in the same type of um, lane as American Girl dolls. You know, these are these very expensive dolls that you want to take care of um, because they're very durable. But at the same time, why why even try to um, rock the boat? All you right. Know? So I need you. You are a professional. You are you are an expert and you can offer an expert opinion. Mm. So. Me and Kilo, we do these battles all the time. And, well, I generally win the battles. <laughs> and we just recently did one this week. It was on the best sitcom ever. 
uh, where I offered Blackish and Khalil offered two sitcoms, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Martin. Uh, and I argued for Blackish being the best sitcom over those two. I won that argument based off of the argument that I presented. Mm-hmm. But in a previous argument, we argued the best sneaker ever. And since I have you here, and since you're an expert, I will show you a photo of the sneaker I selected and a photo of the sneaker that was selected by Kilo. Okay. And you be the judge. Okay. Which is the better sneaker visually, <laughs> visually, artistically and in design? Gotcha. Which sneaker is better? So here we go. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I believe it's episode number two or three. Check it out. But it's over now. We got a judge here now. All right. So. Is it this sneaker, Uh I'm showing him the Jordan 6, or is it this sneaker? I'm showing him some other sneaker that Kilo picked. So I like these ones. So I actually... um, Jilo, you're not a friend of this podcast. Listen, don't be mad, because those ones, I I forgot which number those are. That's the four. Okay, the fours. Yeah, so the fours is fire. I never had a pair. Um, my brother, he used to like have all of those. I ain't have no money for for no Jordans, but so you picked the so fours fire. over the sixes. Absolutely, any day I do it again too. I like well, the eights. I like the eights a lot. I'm a man of my word, so I concede defeat in the sneaker <laughs> argument because I respect the judge. <laughs> the judge said that the that the fours are uh, a better design. Show is so I took an L. All right, the sixes are not the better design. Um, not because Kilo said so, but because Jaleel Campbell said so. That's right. Um, I want to thank you again for being on the podcast. I want to wrap it up. We achieved what I was hoping we would do, Perfect. which was get a chance for the people to get to know you, get to know your personality, get to know how to find out more about you. Uh, can they follow you on Instagram? Absolutely. Um, my Instagram is it's Jalitho, I-T-S-J-A-L-E-T-H-A-L. It's Jalito. It's Jalito. It's Jalito. They know how to follow you on IG. They know how to follow you, uh, how to get a get a doll, which they should all try to do. And I'm yes. definitely going to try to do. Um, what else should we be looking forward coming down the pipeline? Oh, my God. Tomorrow, actually, well, I'm not sure when this is going to drop, but. It's too late. They, okay. they, it happened already. Okay, no problem. No problem. Y'all so just missed it. Be on the lookout for um, the <clears throat> official debut of the Feel That Funk the Crush On You Experience video um, releasing next week, you know, so that's going to be really, really fire. This is one of, this is me t- uh, turning the Jalito Dolls into a national phenomenon. We're about to get Little Kim's attention. I cannot wait. Um, as soon as you see that the video drop, be sure to share that thing so we can go viral. Share it. Hard body. Share it. Um, the video, I will also share it on our Facebook page, Nami Podcast Facebook page. Um, and But at this time, you're already going to be following Jalil on right. Instagram, so you'll know what's happening. Um, again, I look forward to being in the house at the Creator Awards. Yes. I'm going to be watching. Okay. If you don't win, <laughs> should I boo? Listen. Should, should I boo? Listen, I'm humble. I'm humble, so I ain't going to tell you that, but you know what to do. All right. They, they, security, put your hands <laughs> on me, security. Put your hands on me. It's not me, podcast, and we, we bout beefing with security. Right. Just so you know where we from. If I don't win, Jalito gonna pop out. You know. ha- oh! You feel me? Oh! Jalil, thank you for this first time being on the podcast. Yep. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna update you listeners. Uh, but again, when you hear this, it's Monday. You have until the end of the week. Don't wait. Get your ticket um, because the Creator Awards is happening on October 5th. All right? Yep. October 5th. Um, get your tickets. Again, guys, 
Like the podcast, share the podcast, listen to the podcast 10 times over. Uh, we love you. Thank you for being on the ride. Say, say goodbye to the people, Jalil. It's been real, y'all. I'll see you soon.